All right. Well, welcome. Welcome. Welcome um, back. I know Kings would have been on the hoist before. Um, so this is like a second second time coming. Um, you know what? I'd say, I, I'd say we've hoisted more than twice, my friend. I'd say we've hosted, hoisted at least maybe six times. Experts. Well, you'll, you'll be you in a, the game uh, for a bit, you know. Does that make mm. you a circus, a circus character, Al, if you've been hoisted that many times? No, because you, you're doing the hoisting. It makes you a sailor. Right. What about a rock climber? Yeah. I'd say, do you hoist when Sailing. you rock climb? Or, or not, do you, I don't do you, know. Do you hoist if you're the rock climber's aid? Like you hoist more if you're the rock climber's aid, no? The rock climber, it's called a caddy. <laughs> what about that? What about like a hoist? What about an abseil? Oh, what if it's a Brooklyn jewel hoist? We've got to get to the jewel hoist. <laughs> got to get the what about if you're a, What if you're a window cleaner? I feel like you're hoisting if you're like a, a skyscraping no, window cleaner. 100% you are. I feel like you're doing a lot of hoisting. I think it's it's a good name. It's a good name for the show. I don't know who came up with it. It's a great name for the show. I was saying the other day that I just, I like it, you know. I like it a lot too. We're a local music show and it was like, you know, hoisting local music, right? You know, lifting it up, supporting it. So I was like, oh, I did, I never put two and two together until I thought about that. No, it makes beautiful sense. Yeah. Well, you guys, there's a pretty extensive um, Aussie tour going on for you guys at the moment. How's that going? Being on the road again. It's joyous. Um, And uh, we're about to announce, many more dates on top of the ones we've already announced. So it's getting closer to a hundred. And then by the end of it, it'll be about 120. I think when we announce phase three later. So we're about a, a sixth of the way through and we kind of just feel like we're just getting started. Whereas most tours are over by now. So we, uh, we have our last shows in Victoria this weekend and then we start the big lap around the whole country. Is there a particular spot in Australia that you love going to because you think it like maybe gives you lots of inspiration for writing music or just, you know, is, is a really special place for you. Mount Tamburino. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Mount Tamburine, the base of Mount Tamburine, Wonga Wallen, where we, on the ranch where we spent most, I spent a lot of COVID and so did Ferg actually. And we, Got the whole band up there and spent a bunch of weeks in a studio um, making rock and roll and country music. And um, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's an incredibly beautiful part of Australia. It's like Gold Coast hinterland. In, so you're not far from the beach, but you're you're basically in rainforestry. Um, and it is stunning. The air, man, the air. I always mm. breathe better when I'm there. I don't know why. Yeah, but we're also super I know why. excited to see a lot more of the country and go pl- go to places we've never been before um, because we are, you know, like I've never been up to the far north of Queensland or the very southwest of Australia between sort of um, Augusta to Adelaide, that whole stretch. Like I've never been down there. I don't really know what to expect. A lot of sharks apparently. But yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna see a lot of um, a lot of the country, so that's pretty pretty exciting. 
any places that were a bit like unexpected where the music really took off or you had like a pretty large listenership and you were surprised by that? To be honest, with you, I'm surprised entirely. Like we've been yeah. on over a hundred shows and not to toot our own horn, but I can't imagine many bands can go, let's put on a hundred shows in all these random cities and have people show up. I mean, look, there's probably a high percentage of bands that can do that, but <laughs> but uh, it's it was it was it was surprising, like that we go to like Orange and Bathurst and there's still like 150 people at each show. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah, and and is, and and one of the really rewarding things is seeing how um, again it sounds self tooting, but like these towns and communities are really like pumped up and grateful to have bands coming through there because they just they don't and so we're trying to sort of set the path and hopefully other bands do more of it as well and go to more rural areas because um, I, I actually, people I actually that love i actually think we've get we've we've like gained we've just fucked that that concept because the only way to do it is to have a bus <laughs> yeah, I can borrow there's, there's no way any normal band would be able to, um, even us, be able to facilitate this tour without this bus. Yeah. And to do these rural communities, you need to like plan loads and loads and loads of shows, and you need a bus to do that. So it looks like good a luck, nice bus. Other bands. <laughs> well, you know, let's um, yeah. let's chat about the record, guys. The record. I've I've given a little listen. And I think it's great, by the way. Mercy's Thank probably you, one sir. of my favorite cuts. I really it's got Thank a really you, like I mean, throughout the whole record, there's this really clean and and tight sound that you guys have achieved. I feel like it would sound great on vinyl. That's that's what I'm picturing. I don't know. I think it would just really oh, yeah. really hit. And I know you guys have, you know, we released records before and some of them need a repress, you know. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah, man. We love vinyl. <laughs> um we do love vinyl. We're actually releasing this on CD, cassette, and vinyl. Um, cassette is the first time we've done it, but again, analog and tape and the saturation that you're talking about and this the experience of how we did it, which was essentially on vintage, very vintage gear, but very hi-fi vintage gear. Um, because up until like you know the early '80s, gear even though it's all analog, became incredibly good and records sounded incredibly good. I mean, they sounded great even in the 60s. So, um, yeah, you're right. Like, we did focus a lot on having having the um, the sonic experience be high fidelity but with a lot of character, which is probably what you might be getting at with respect to vinyl and the way that it would feel on that format. Yeah, because it's not it's not necessarily the normal these days, I suppose. You know what I mean? So that's why when I hear that sound of new record, it really stands out and you'd go, oh, mm. well, you know what I mean? Um, but I think it really makes a difference. I mean, even in Mercy, when the guitar just like punches through like a minute or so yeah, into the yeah. track, you just, it just hits you in a different way. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, love that. that. Yeah, the, the, mix, the mix choices were bold, put it that way, Sam. They were bold choices. You know, because we're often, you know, everyone's like subtlety and niche and nuance and all that stuff. It's like, fuck, man, if you've got a distorted guitar, 
Like your intention of, of, of having a distorted guitar is for it to be fucking loud. So why not just have it loud in the mix? If it's there, yeah. listen, you know, like let's make sure it's there. Not like, oh, we'll just subtly tuck it in in the left corner. We've done all that. We've been those guys. We did that on After Hours. It was all subtle. Now it's all obnoxious. <laughs> I think it's, um, you know, I, I was I was listening through your catalogue and I came across the Kingswood Christmas. And Al, oh. I'm a saxophone guy as well. I play Beautiful. saxophone and I love that kind of music. And I was wondering when you guys were making that record, because it's because it's a great record, but it's just like it's oh. so it's so jazz. You know what I mean? Like I thought maybe yeah. you all were gonna <laughs> take a different path, rock or go, roll like, a little bit more rocky. Yeah. No. Um, what, what was the decisions behind that? Why did well, we've been, we, 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 been wanting to do that for a long time and always joked about it, but we always knew we wouldn't do like a take on Christmas. We'd do an homage to like the Ella Fitzgerald. Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra era, um, and just do a straight up jazz Christmas album. And then, um, of course, we just never had time, or it would have been stupid to do it any other time. But then we had, you know, COVID provided us with the the opportunity to do. Well, why not? Let's just do this, and we did it for charity and um, got uh, some incredible musicians. Richard Butler's the saxophonist that if you're if you're seeking uh, him, who's Pretty brilliant. He's an incredible player. Uh, and toured with us as well before. But yeah, we just had um, uh, pretty pretty great musos uh, join Al. And um, and then I tried to be Ella and, and Al tried to be Frank. And we, and, and we sang our hearts out. Do you think you pulled it off? Definitely. Yeah, man. <laughs> we nailed it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like when I listen to it, and I hear Ferg, I don't hear Ferg. I just hear elephants. So <laughs> the same, essentially. Yeah, well, one. A, they um, are every everything same. Everything same. You got to channel the energy. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, exactly. you know, some of those records from the '60s, and you know, trying to bring that that energy forward into the contemporary. I mean, what do you guys reckon the the future of of Aussie music is looking like? Or like no, Aussie rock, music, or, you know? Do you think it's, do you think it's in a good spot at the moment? I don't, I don't know anything about it, and quite frankly, I don't really care. Yeah, I think Al and I try to, in all walks of life, not give opinions on things unless you are very well informed, because <laughs> otherwise you just add to all the bullshit that floats around. And I have yeah, no 100%. idea what the state of Australian music's at. I think we, I think, I think we're seeing slowly with this tour, um, people starting to get out there again. It was just happening a lot slower than we thought. We thought there'd be a big boom and everyone would just like go crazy and go to a million shows, and that didn't happen. Mm. Um, but uh, but I think hopefully in a year or so that we um, that uh, that everyone's back to the way it was or even beyond it, you know. There's certainly still a, a, a hesitancy that we're seeing slowly grow as this tour goes on. Um, so I hope more people go out and see more live music because it's great fun. But other than that, I have no idea. <laughs> I think, I don't know, I don't think your question was relative to like the experience of, the Australian, of Australian music though, was it? You were talking about Australian music like creatively. Like as far as like who was doing what, because it was 
it carried on from how do you moder- you know obtaining like the emotional experience of some of these great records that we love is that what your question was i miss or maybe i misinterpreted your question yeah i think just like a you know there's lots of great younger rock bands and there's always like a sound that uh dominates you know the scene um and mm. i think there's also a lot of great stuff that does not get the lift the hoist right that, that it deserves in aussie music and i was just wondering if yeah. you guys you know chat about maybe some younger uh, yeah. bands that you're loving or like you know where you think that that sound is is headed or what it's been influenced by you know maybe there's some kind no. of stuff no idea you go oh this is happening here yeah. Every everything everything is cyclical. Who knows, man? Who knows? It doesn't yeah. really matter. None of it, none of it matters. Not in a nihilistic way. It just doesn't matter because music will yeah. always exist in some shape or form. And so long as it's moving people, that, that's all that matters. So long as people are still inspired by things and they find the beauty in things, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah, I think we kind of remained more insular when we made this record and. That kind of allowed it, uh, the the influences to put us in this place rather than being in touch with the scene and you know then we- you're um, unintentionally sort of uh, you know you soak up some of that. So this record's pretty different, I think, to everything else that we've put out and and that is being put out because of that. Um, so I think that's a good thing. I think I think if I had to make comment on the state of the Australian music industry or the entire music industry for that matter is uh, there should be a greater focus on education and a lesser focus on accessibility because the thing that will kill music is too much accessibility. What do you think about that statement? Mm. Yeah, the, no, I... I agree, and I think because I was going to lead on and ask if you guys had advice for young people who want to follow that path into music, because you know we are a youth radio station; we have a lot of young listeners. Edu- you know, so educate educate yourself musically in all ways: musicology, history, theory, practical application, practice, practice, practice <laughs> physical practice, transcriptions. Read books on your favourite musicians. Read their history and the story. Find out who they love. Find out who the who that whoever they loves before them. Who they love. Find out where it all comes from. Keep going further and further and further all the way. Educate yourself constantly, and don't fall into this fucking bullshit of. Oh man, like it goes like, you know, if I like learn too much theory, it's really gonna like narrow like my creative impulse. So it's better to be ignorant and just like rely on like in spontaneous creativity. It's the biggest load of horseshit I've ever heard. <laughs> and you hear it all the time. Oh man, you know, like all my friends who know too much theory, like they're bound by it. Like it's really restrictive. So I'm just not going to learn theory. Cool, man. Good job. It's like learning Spanish and being like, hey, I only need 30% of the vocab because I'm just going to use like spontaneity <laughs> in my charm. To get through the rest of the seventy percent, like, what are you talking about? Just educate yourself. The more you learn, the more you can let go. It's incredible. It's like such an amazing thing, you know. 
It's really beautiful. It gives you power, man. Don't you want to be powerful? You want to be a powerful musician? Do you think you're going to be more powerful being ignorant? You know, I mean, you can apply that to life. Yeah, the more the more you learn, the more you let go. I think that's true. You know, in the moment and just 100%. let it, let all that stuff just soak in. And well, it has to. Like, tell me, what's the alternative? Like, the less you know, all you can do is use what you know. So, if you're drawing from a well that's incredibly shallow, you're holding on. You know, if your well's deep, you can go swimming. Go swim. You know. Yeah, this man. This has gotten incredibly. This has gotten incredibly profound and like, <laughs> like, like emphatic. Like you've 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 tapped into like a, a like a deep philosophical resonance in me. Yeah, yeah we we, we got just, philosophical out this morning, man. We got... <laughs> yeah. Don't don't yeah. don't swim in it. Don't swim in a well. It's very dangerous. So. And bad for no. the town's water supply. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hygienic. Yeah. It is unhygienic. Oh, get the fuck out of the well, you dickhead. Get out of the well. What are you doing in the well again? I'm just looking for harmonic inventions or trying to let them go. <laughs> no, I appreciate your, your insights on that, guys. You know, and I think um you know, there are a lot of people that listen to your music and, and really take inspiration and look up to what you do and the sound that you're able to create. So oh, that's yeah, I think that's well, important for them to hear that. You know what I mean? If if that is indeed true, then that's very humbling and flattering. I'd, well, very it is nice true, man. Them. Like you were saying earlier, you know, about the tour and you just come across these <laughs> goose and goose. You're yeah. playing to the 150 people, you know, at this pub or whatever. It's like, oh, man, you know, this is really great. The music's translating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess that it's it's it's. I guess the thing I was getting at for that is like kind of to answer your question. Like I suppose younger people, or not even younger people, just people attempting some sort of development in music. Whereas a lot of like, there's also the other side of the audience where it's just like pure entertainment, which is also important as well. You know, everything's about balance, man. Everything's a balance. Mm. You, know, you can't. You don't want to get too insular, but you also want to be entertaining. But you know, what do I know? I don't actually know anything, to be honest. It's all just the it's <laughs> all just <musical>. theory. <laughs> yeah, these are all theories. Well, um, I hope everyone's going to come catch you guys at the Croxton Band Room on the twenty fifth of February. Bloody right. would love shout out. God, um, is my is the is the roof insane? Like, is it like some weird hologram? Can you guys see that? A little. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah, but it's going like wah, 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 wah. is that what it looks like for you guys? Yeah, no? <laughs> yeah, Croxton's uh. gonna be great. It's kind of like our we've done this big lap so far. Well, we did like our our initial test of waters lap of this tour, and now we're coming back to uh, coming back to our hometown, and and uh, the Croxton's gonna be big show. We think so. Very excited, and make sure you are. Uh, We'll come down. Come down to the bloody Croxton. It's the pinnacle of our career. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good ad. <laughs> That's it. Put on the posters. Well, thanks for the chat, guys. Really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Sam. Um, thanks for having us, dude. The new record, Home, is out now. At the time that we it's broadcast this. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, a great record. It's Check it's it incredible. out. It's incredible. It is an incredible record. Last words, Alpha. 
Uh, be good to one another. Be kind. Peace be, be the journey. Yeah. Peace, peace be the journey. <laughs>